0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, guys, this episode is brought to you by Peak. So excited because Peak makes the best freaking matcha that I've tried and it's sponsoring the show. So that's exciting. It's called the Sun Goddess Matcha and it's literally the best matcha ever. It's organic. It's ceremonial grade and quadruple toxin screened for purity. And listen, I know you love your coffee, but matcha is super good for you. Okay. Court says and Peak says. So matcha is an antioxidant powerhouse that helps you support healthy digestion, radiant skin. Like it's literally like a facial for your skin, okay? It promotes clear skin, brighter complexion, give sustained energy, mental clarity and focus without the jitters or crashes. And actually, the reason I tried to switch over to matcha fully and give up coffee is because I would get a headache like 50% of the time that I would drink coffee. And I was like, hmm, this could be caused by the caffeine because every time after I have my second coffee, it doesn't go well. There is even a meme that's like second coffee is never a good idea. So I was like, at least let's make my second coffee a matcha. And literally every time I had peak matcha, not once did I get a headache. Okay. Um. They also have other teas for you guys to check out as well. They have a bunch of teas. They have some like a beauty elixir one that I love. It's really good. It has like a floral vibe for a limited time. Peak is offering an exclusive bundle that includes their sun goddess matcha and a glass beaker along with two premium bonus gifts, a handheld frother and seven day coffee detox book. Okay. All that is $45 value and you're going to get it for free. If you go to peaktcom slash not skinny and that's peak p-i-q-u-e-t dot com slash not skinny so that's peak p i q dot com slash not skinny and then you use code not skinny at checkout so you're going to get an additional 5% off this limited time bundle with the gifts this code applies site wide that's peak tea, p-i-q-u-e-t-e-a dot com slash not skinny and use code not skinny at checkout I am very excited about my guest today. She, I basically steal all of Taylor Strecker's co hosts from her radio show. Liz Cully is uh, (laughs) one of them. She's also the director of entertainment at Conde Nast, which like sounds very Carrie Bradshaw y. And she's just a gem. Hi, Liz.
1: I'm, oh my God, I am actually losing my mind. I hit 10,000 followers and you. DM'd me and you're like, when can you come on the show? And I actually went on the Taylor Strucker show and lost my mind, and all the listeners were so excited. And then I didn't hear from you for like three months, and here we are. Wait, so I'm you're I, making it sound like
0: you're making it sound like only when you hit 10,000 <laughs> followers, I was like, okay, you could come on no, my I felt show like now. That was my
1: present. <laughs> no, it was like my present, it was my congratulatory gift. It was so amazing. I am such a huge fan. I love to... People are like, oh my God, but not skinny, not fat like follows you. I'm like, I know. (laughs) All the girls that were mean to me growing up that love you think I'm cool.
0: It's so so funny because I came on Scissoring isn't 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 a thing. thing. (laughs) And do you remember what the... Which is your podcast with Darren Karp who does a lot of shit for Bravo and is Andy's assistant. You guys, uh, some of you may know her. So... We really hit it off, and Darren was jealous. And that you're—that was your cue to laugh. As a as a guest, you need to laugh oh. a when I make a joke. <laughs> I did okay. laugh? It was okay. silent. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you remember? What the first thing I said when I came on? Scissoring isn't a thing.
1: I think you were like, "Is it a thing?" Okay, thank or like, you. like, okay, "What am I doing here?" No, I, that's like—that's what, what? what I said. I said, "Wait, it's not
0: a thing." So basically, scissoring isn't a, is thing. a thing, you guys. If you're not total prudes. We're talking about scissoring. We're talking about two women opening their legs and like making it like a scissor. Yeah, like do it's humping. Does not do men and women? Can a man Grinding. can a man scissor a woman? Yeah. Have you ever hump grinded? I that, remember that's not like the same as scissoring though. Yeah, I dry hump the fuck. Out. Like I was, I was the queen of dry humping. Like way more
1: dry humping is like such a vibe. Like all the friction. I mean, yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Like, God, whatever. You know, like whatever. And you feel like you're days? like, but I didn't um, do anything. But you did. You know, exactly. Yeah. You could scissor with clothes on. You could scissor without clothes. It's so funny. It's such a heated topic. We really named the podcast that because people would ask us really invasive and ridiculous questions as queer women. Uh, like, how do you have sex? I'm like, nice to meet you, John. Like, how are you? You know, like how much does your wife masturbate? <laughs> Let's at. Let, what about that, John? Like, get the. You know what I mean. So Darren and I named the podcast that because people would ask us uh, point blank, "Is scissoring a thing, it, a thing or not?" And I'm like, dude, what? So we named it that. Even though I've been in advertising for my God, well over a decade, didn't think about the implications in regards to advertising, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no to, big deal like, to get
0: ads for your show? You mean for the podcast?
1: Yeah. And like we we were pretty lucky. We've had amazing talent like you come on. We've had incredible guests, but we definitely have had a few kind of I would say like older, more traditional celebrities be like, I am not fucking coming on a show called Scissoring.
0: Well, like my name is stupid, you know, not skinny, but not fat, which I have on a fucking neon sign behind me. Like, I wish I. I love it. I mean, I, I have a love-hate relationship with it now, but if I could go back, I'd name, I wouldn't name it that. You know, do you feel that way about I mean, scissoring? Scissoring, yeah. I wish we hadn't named it that. I mean. But it's like a clickbait yeah. vibe too, okay. though. I feel like it does have that thing where, like, it makes you want to click, be like, what is this? But that's, is it more men yeah. or women that would ask you invasive
1: questions about sex, Men. Really? Men. Always straight men. Always I'm straight like, men. dude, I don't know. Like, you watch porn. and then the the thing that's funny that you say about clickbait though is that our facebook page is the darkest depths of hell
0: i feel like facebook I is socials. i feel like facebook is always facebook group clo- is it a closed facebook group
1: no it's just a it's a podcast page mm. but the it is it is crazy like the things like the dms and the and the comments on the page it really it's disheartening i mean we ran a campaign with Amazon recently for one of their, they had like a lesbian reality show called Tampa Bay's that came out and we did a bunch of episodes for them. And I put ads behind the post. You know what I mean? Like, like newsflash. That's what the world does. Right. We advertise on Facebook and the way the algorithm works though. And the way that paid media works is you've got to be someone that has engaged with, cause I used specific keywords gay, queer, LGBTQ plus affirmative. You know, like I click all the boxes in the back end. Sorry, guys, I'm getting really inside baseball. But all of the messages are like gays are bad and you are going to hell and like, you know, America's great and all this shit. And I would just sit there like after a couple glasses of wine and be like, listen, buddy, you must have liked something that was super gay because I targeted you. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you? you What's up? Clear your browser,
0: bro. (laughs) Clear your browser. Check with your partner. Like, Like, you figured that out, why it's coming up for that. Did you actually respond that to anybody, though? Yes, 100%. Oh, my God. Oh, you have
1: no idea. I mean, we've had I I don't care. Like, I'm very, you know, I'm very Chrissy Teigen in the span of the most, like, best moments of her on the Internet, which was, I think, like, (laughs) about like, a day and a half of time. I really, I'm never mean, but I'm definitely, like, why are you doing that? Like, what is going on here? You know, I'm married to a therapist. Facebook is scarier. typically ask if everybody's okay.
0: (laughs) Because nobody (laughs) is. Are you okay? That's, like, that's really a great, you know what? That's really a great response to the trolls. I say don't, don't fuck with them, you know? Just don't. They're stupid. You guys, I've told you about StoryWorth before. I've Gifted it to my mom. I gave you guys the idea of gifting it to a loved one uh, this upcoming holiday season because it's easy. Okay. And because all the time you want to think, like, oh, let me give something sentimental and not materialistic because you're, you know, cheap. No, I'm just kidding. You're not. But this is sentimental. Okay. It's an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's thoughtful and meaningful and it connects you to those who matter most. So what happens is, let's say you gift it to your mom, right? Then every week, Story Worth is going to email your relative or friend, your mom, uh, a thought-provoking question of your choice or from their vast pool of possible options. And it will have a unique prompt to ask questions you've never thought of, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life, mom? Or if you could see into the future, what would you like to find out? And this is so cool because, listen, with my mom, she's had such a crazy life. And I'm sure a lot of your parents, grandparents also. And like, you don't know so many of the stories. So Story Worth will force you and them to tell it to you and you to find out. And literally at the end of the year, Story Worth will compile all of your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. Isn't that freaking beautiful. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash not skinny and save $10 on your first purchase. That's a lot. Go to StoryWorth story and then worth.com slash not skinny to save $10 on your first purchase. StoryWorth.com slash not skinny to save $10 on your first purchase. Um, Speaking of gay, I remember coming on your podcast <laughs> and we did talk about Colton then because I think something else was going on about Colton. You had a lot of opinions, but what do you think about Coming Out Colton on Netflix, which is so funny a follower just sent me a screenshot. She was like, "Oh my god, that in the show, which I haven't watched yet, which I wonder how Netflix like how people are getting behind him. Like how I mean, okay, first I want to hear your your perspective because okay, a lot of people would say you know, it's like a, it's like, have you guys ever seen someone pregnant, which I may have been this person? You're like, are you the first pregnant bitch in the world that you're telling us your whole pregnancy journey? And like, you know, so does it feel like that with Colton? Like, are you the first
1: man to come out that you're getting like a Netflix special? To be honest with you, I feel that way about Miley Cyrus. Like, I feel like Miley Cyrus believes that she is the first queer person she is the first person to have smoked weed she is the first person to be sober she is the first country it's like Miley Cyrus will die on the hill of any hill she can find it's like a little tiny like kind of ant hill she's like oh my god yeah it's just it's nauseating sorry that's alleged opinions for me but Colton It's you know we po- it's actually really fun you're asking me about this because in all of the scissoring Instagram history which is about two years I posted a photo of Colton the day he came out and it is our most engaged with and liked post we have ever posted on our Instagram
0: I think maybe that's what we were talking about when I came on your podcast might have been yeah
1: might have been and. Like, okay, like, of all the shit that we've put on our thing, which I, you know, do have a couple of genius moments here and there, and I, I did not think that was the one. And I, you know, Colton on the show, it was interesting. I read in page six his dad said he wished he'd come out to him privately and not on a Netflix show. I mean, I don't know. I, I have this like, OK, so the other thing the listeners should know is that I'm really annoying and I DM you all the time with my weird like L.A.T. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not annoying. I feel if like I'm tea, so annoying. If it's T, the T will never annoy me, babe. But no, this is what you do. That's annoying. You're like, I have a story to tell you about this. Now I'm like, so fucking tell me the fucking story. I want it now. I
1: know. And then I always yeah, get and then she get, And then she gets cold feet. But can I just tell you? So the Netflix. So drop it like it's hot. I know who Colton's dating.
0: Oh, my God. But are you going to tell us?
1: Well, it's not a famous person. Wait, Is it the guy that we saw
0: him in photos with? Like, I feel like there were photos that leaked from his vacation. He was on vacation somewhere.
1: Recently. Yeah, does the
0: guy have a hairy chest? I'm having visions of a hairy
1: chest. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's just interesting because. I don't think they're public, so I I would never say his yeah. name. But like the dude was fucking like in a relationship with someone. Else. Like, it's kind of sad. So my view of Colton is not great right now. Like everyone's a consulting, a consenting adult. Everyone's happy, I guess. But I'm sort of old school in the sense that I'm like, damn, you just like broke up a fucking relationship. Also, Colton is so brand new gay. Yeah. He's gonna be a hoe. He's gonna hoe, hoe. It's like, Bromwin from the OC that that woman is on a new I mean, bless her heart. And I do text with Bromwin and I I do like her and I would say it to her face. I'm like, girl, you are. She was on the red carpet at Dave Quinn's thing with one chick. And now she's in Miami with another one. These late to life gays. You got to have a hoe phase. So I think Colton's going to he got to hoe it up.
0: But but okay, so what did you think though what, what when people cuz I mean, I posted the New York Times article that that you know was uh talking about the Netflix uh, uh documentary, the all the comments. I mean, usually people that comment on public pages are assholes, but most of that like all of them were like, "And what about the stocking? And what about the stocking? And what about the stocking?" So I, I mean, pe- it seems like people feel like Not what I'm saying, which is like, oh, he's just another person coming out. Why is he gonna show? Or like, I didn't even know if I believe that I was asking you. But moreover, people are saying he stalked Cassie. The details she went into about what it was like was like kind of wild. It was like a fucking tracking device. It was like outside of her window in the alleyway, like all the shit. Shit went dark for him, which like I feel like people, I mean, what he did wasn't okay, but people need to understand, like. I mean, you probably know more than me about this, but I had a roommate in college and she wasn't out in college and we didn't. She came out after we graduated and we look back at some moments in college and it's like, whoa, shit was dark. And she now understands after therapy and everything that shit was dark for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, she had moments where she would like, I know. you know, be in her closet. Like I know that sounds but not but really like we'd find her like <laughs> crying in her closet or she would say, oh, I just drove my car and and, you know, I, I drove it till the lake and I had this thought about, you know, keep pressing the. all these things would come up and we'd be like, wow, you know, she she's really not doing OK. Like, what could it be? What could it be? And I'm sure it's not like this for everyone, but it was dark because she was struggling about this. Now we know and thank God today she's in a happy place and everything. But and and she came out. But can we excuse it? Because he was going through such a tough time and pretending to be a a bachelor of women
1: where he was gay. I know. I mean, well, and this always begs the question of like people that really subject themselves to reality television, like, are they well to begin (laughs) with? Uh, Unclear. And you and I both have, like, I think a lot of friends on reality TV and I love them all. I mean, like fucking Leah is like one of my oldest, closest friends. And I it's so interesting because I say to her, do do like, it? I can't believe you fucking are on the goddamn house. So we're talking about play. Leah.
0: Leah. I'm, oh, sorry. McSweeney. Sweeney. Leah from Houses of New York. Yeah, from New York. I think when you know this, is how I feel, I feel like today because I've had such a people Peek yeah behind the into that world it would scare the shit out of me to come God. near that shit 100%. like I would you know I feel like the only thing that I would ever do is like let's say I would come in as like the friend who people come to to like gossip with you know
1: I would never that's actually my I know dream. isn't that that's I'm my I'm saying dream. that
0: because I remember when Katie Katie from Vanderpump once was like, you should be on the show and I was like literally no but then I tried to picture I was like what would I do so I wouldn't have a problem they'd be like listen she's being such a bitch and I'd be like totally she's being a bitch like but if you guys get a peep for a second and even if you're just a savvy viewer and you've watched summer house and think what happened to Hannah and you know Vanderpump and the saucy situation any or Jacks or th- people that put their lives on tv and then they become a public figure and then sometimes it can go great and sometimes it doesn't go so great. And sometimes people fucking hate you because you come across unlikable and some people bully you and people, I mean, even people that have had like two episodes on the bachelor, you know, uh, get bullied sometimes. And it's just, a, it's, it's, it's literally exposing yourself to a whole other group of people. It's more than just like being on Instagram. Like you're exposing yourself to the world and the world can be harsh. So it's a scary place and good for people that do it. But I feel like just knowing it for me, it would scare the shit out of me to go near that shit.
1: Though you would actually be the best real housewife of New York because you are actually in a relationship. You have a beautiful child and you are just amazing. Like you would be. the Oh, best yeah, I would just actually. like hang out with Luann. OK, no problem. Why not? <laughs> Is that who you'd hang out with? What are... Honestly, Amanda, at this point, like, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, first of all, just put a pin in Colton because like, God, yeah, am I surprised by any of this? No, I I think the stalking is inexcusable. Do I agree with you that he was probably scared that she was going to tell everyone he was gay? Yes. And there was like all of this, like, deep, 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 like internalized homophobia, 100%. I just don't think he has like that great. I don't think he's really resonating with the gay community. And I don't actually think he's resonating with like Bachelor Nation yeah. anymore. So I'm sort of surprised he's right. Still like, right. Like if, right. Like, if
0: Netflix wanted to back a movie about someone, wouldn't you want to do about somebody who, I mean, at the end of the day, you want people to watch it and you want people. So maybe they think you're right. But
1: Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's is like the biggest numbers,
0: so you're saying like, oh, my God, you got the Taylor Strecker glasses. We're all fucking right. First the all, she CB2 copied me.
1: Yeah, oh, she's were copied my glasses. You? Oh, OK. I mean, I'm going to give you a little inside track here. I've known Taylor Strecker since I, we were 13 or 14 years old. She copies me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bought those fucking stupid glasses. that keep breaking in my dishwasher and I keep fucking buying them.
1: I know they're the oh, best though. I just
0: I just buy them. <laughs> I, again I just and again. like
1: drop. I have like a glass of Sancerre and just drop it on the floor. I'm like, oops, and there's <laughs> literally like paper whisper thin glass. Wait, though, like, so
0: is she? So is she sorry, copying I'm... Sancerre from you too?
1: No, that's okay, all. That is, that's all Taylor okay. Strucker. I I won't take that away from her.
0: Okay, guys, buying underwear is not fun some pairs don't fit right they aren't so cute they're way too expensive i hated this process so much that i would rather wear old pairs from years ago my period underwear than shop for new ones that all changed when i upgraded my underwear game with parade i'm obsessed and you will be too i loved all of their styles actually their high-rise briefs their thong i even loved their bralettes. they have an amazing scoop bralette They have a triangle bralette as well. Everything just like such good fabrics and even their high rise cheeky underwear because it's so like it's mesh and and it's so thin. You don't feel that in your body and you literally don't see it through clothes. So it's not going to like bunch up like, you know, other cotton underwear. Anyway, they have really amazing stuff and really amazing Prices. Okay. And they also have a commitment to social good. They use recycled fabrics, biodegradable packaging, and are on the road to carbon positivity. So you guys should upgrade your underwear drawer like I did with Parade. Head to yourparade, P A R A D E dot com slash not skinny and use code not skinny and you can get 20% off your first order. That's your parade.com slash not skinny. And the code is not skinny to get 20% off your first order of parade undies or bras and upgrade, upgrade your underwear closet. You guys, it is time. Okay, guys, athletic greens is the way to go if you guys want to feel like you're drinking your greens. And because listen, you're going to say, oh, I'm going to go buy like celery juice. You're not going to do that for a long period of time. You're going to say, oh, I'll make my own green smoothie. No, you freaking won't. And you don't actually know like what to put in it. Athletic greens literally, literally with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're going to absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging, all the freaking things. Now, it's not gross. Okay. It actually tastes good. It has a little sweetness to it. It tastes much better than you freaking, you know, putting spinach in your blender. And you're literally getting all the greens, all the greens. It's lifestyle friendly. If you eat, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. It doesn't have any of that stuff. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. It's going to help you support your sleep, your mental clarity and alertness. Okay. It's just very, very good for you right now. Okay. It's very good to start your morning with it. You're going to feel like literally a goddess of health. If you start your morning with Athletic Greens, you're going to feel like, oh, got all my greens. Bye. Like legit. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash not skinny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash not skinny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athleticgreens.com slash not skinny. Wait, so how did you become because you co-host her show, her radio show a few times a week. How did that come about just from knowing her from when you were younger?
1: No, this is the best crazy. You've never heard the story. No. About Taylor and I. No. Oh, my God. Is it actually good?
0: Is it actually a good story?
1: I think so. (laughs) I know. I don't know. This is high stakes. But Taylor and I went to acting camp. We met at acting camp at the American Conservatory Theater. I was 14, 15. I think I was turning 15 that summer. She was sixteen or seventeen because she's a little bit more mature than I am. Ooh. We became like inseparable best friends, but I was the city kid that was like smoking cigarettes, getting us Wait, into nightclubs, like New York City, San Francisco. Oh, okay, but like
0: I mean, that is city? San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco is hardcore. It's the city.
1: Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But like I'm smoking weed with her. I'm dating a guy who's nineteen, who was like the baddest boy of all the like schools and he was super hot. And like Taylor Strecker came from like Cohasset, was supposed to be staying at her uncle Bo, who was a big casting director who I knew. Taylor like ends up sleeping at my house every night. We have this whirlwind summer. We're like smoking parliaments and like living our best <laughs> life, wearing North face, puffy coats. Oh you know God. what I mean? Like we have Kate Spade purses, like just yeah. get them. You know what I mean? Like it's a real vibe. Okay. And I have all the picture proof, which you will lose your fucking mind over. And I will text you after this. And you guys can find it on my Instagram. Cause it is our eyebrows and our Mac frost. I like, it's out of control. It's out of control. <laughs> So that was before Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. We just had each other's phone numbers. She goes back for her senior year of high school. I go to boarding school and we sort of like lose touch. But I had called her a couple of times, whatever. She goes to college. I finish high school. I go to school. So we've lost touch again. But then all of a sudden she gets on Cosmo Radio and I tweet her. This is like five years later and we've completely lost touch. I meet her. With when she first started dating husband, I go mm. on a fucking random dinner with her. I'm like, "Whoa, you've become so crazy, waspy." She like da- prances down the street on like 23rd in like a J Crew dress and like Chanel flats. I'm like, "She's like, we're gonna get married like so soon." I was like, "Ugh, Taylor, what happened to the Parliament's? What happened to fucking smoking weed? Like, who are you?" We lose touch for eleven years completely lose touch. She goes and does her thing. I do my thing. Darren, who you mentioned, Darren and I, two years ago, were put together by our production company to start this podcast. And I was formerly working at Bustle Digital Group. I used to run ads there. And I needed to cast some people in New York for something. So I called up Darren. I was like, hey, Darren, do you want to do this shoot? Do you have any friends that would be good for this shoot? She's like, yeah, I'll send your uh, producer a couple of names. She sends the name and I see Taylor Strecker and I'm like, oh my God, that's my long lost, like best friend from the summer. I go on her Instagram and she's a fucking lesbian. And then <laughs> guess what? I'm now a lesbian. So we're both like had been never knew. So I lose my mind. I call Darren. I go, Darren, is Taylor Strecker a lesbian? She goes, yeah, dude. She like has a girlfriend named Taylor. I'm like, she's a lesbian and is also dating. A lesbian with the same name? Like she went zero to 100 lesbian. And I go, oh my God. I go, you need to do, I need, you need to call her right now. You need to text her. Liz Cully says, hi. Taylor on her end was like, my heart fucking sank. Imagine not seeing someone for like 11 years, like having this whole summer of love. She dies. Anyway, long story long, we got back together. She invited me on the show to like reconnect. That's how we reconnected on the Taylor Stryker show and the listeners lost their mind. And I've been there ever since. Actually, uh, amazing. Was it good? Was it
0: amazing? I love it. Do you look back and think maybe the summer of love was a summer of of love?
1: Yeah, I think I probably was in love with Taylor.
0: Like maybe a little tension there that's such a beautiful story, Liz. It's such a beautiful. First of all, love the Parliament. I literally when you say Parliament, <laughs> I'm taking I didn't like parliaments. When I was handed a parliament, I had to look at that fucking stupid filter. I know. Didn't like it. I was more of a I started with Vogue's. I started with really skinny Vogue's. <gasps> mm, I know yeah. I was trying to be a housewife when I was like 11. I don't know what was happening.
1: I mean, I still think it could happen. I'm here for it. Really, truly. um
0: that's such a beautiful such a beautiful time I love I love that story so much I really really do a couple other things we want to talk about today first of all what what shook me and I love to see is a lot of people that are obsessed with Pete Davidson follow his mom and his sister on, on Instagram because he doesn't have an Instagram, even though people tend to think that his fan pages is Instagram. You guys know, it's not. It's not verified. It's not it. Anyway, uh, Casey Davidson put up a picture of her and Pete. They went to a game, a basketball game together, and she was like, caption this, which is so funny. I posted that in my story. And my caption that I made up was like, I'm dating Kim Kardashian, which I thought was very clever. Anyway, Kim Kardashian sees this pose. I don't know if she saw it from me or she, she saw it, but she liked it. And I thought this was a very big deal. So she's not following Casey Davidson, but she liked the photo. You like the photo
1: with your caption?
0: No, no, no. no. She liked, oh. she liked, no, don't worry. We're good. We're good. I got
1: so excited. I just, oh, no. no, like, no. She, love, they love you so much.
0: I love them back. I do. And Kim is, I mean, listen, I am so into it. I'm so into. You Utah. think it's real.
1: You think this is a real thing.
0: Wait, you don't?
1: No, not at all. What? What do this, you think it is? I think Chris Jenner is the smartest human being on the planet. And I think it's is a I diversion think, oh tactic. God. You don't think it is?
0: I a little bit? I, I, no, no, no. Listen, this is what I think. Somebody posted a TikTok about this. I agreed with it a lot. First of all, when World was awful. Like when everything was coming out, I was posting about it. The images from there, Travis Scott and his history with this kind of mom mentality at his shows. Hate it. Don't like it at all. But I think we need to think deeper. Like why would Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson do this for Travis Scott? I mean, I feel like we're looking at this and it's in a very shallow way of like, oh, you know, Chris K- Jenner is this mastermind. She spins shit. We have to think like, these are people like, why would Kim do that for Travis Scott? Kylie's baby daddy. He's not even married to Kylie. Why would she do that? Why would Pete Davidson do that? So no, I okay. don't think. No, I've, I've, I needed a I've also to. heard... I've also heard from inside sources that she is obsessed with him. She's so into it. Do people think it's going to last and like they're going to get married? No, but I think she's having a lot of fun and I think she's super into him. And I think that at the end of the day, like it's just very flat to like. And listen, I love a conspiracy. I love going in to be like, oh, is this, you know, but I just feel like it's a very like if we think about this for real, why would. They do that for Travis Scott. This isn't she's not covering up for Chloe or, you know, whatever. It's like these are real people's lives. Like, I don't think they would put themselves at the forefront of something to cover up for Travis Scott and his shit. Like he has. A, I don't think Chris Jenner represents Travis Scott. Like, yeah, why would she? I, and I'm not sure it affects Kylie. And no, her I think business. it really
1: does affect her business. She, oh, you think? I she's wonder. Not, she's not releasing her holiday line. That's an insight. Oh,
0: she's not. She's nope. not.
1: She's holding everything. Everyone's on pause. Allegedly. Everything's allegedly. on pause. Nothing
0: really interesting. She also has been not posting at all. I don't know if it's because of the pregnancy. I don't know if it's because of Astro World. I mean, he's being hit with a with a, you know, very well deserving lawsuit. And it's just awful. Well, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I, I think it's easy to say because it's happened after. But I want people to really think like. You know, because these are things I think about all day. It's like, why would they do this? Like, why would Pete be into it? Why would she be into it for Travis Scott? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I I know that they hit it off. You know, I know that they are seeing each other. Because you were there that night. Well, yeah, but this is the thing that I keep on saying. And this is so important because this is what I'm spinning about is like, he people like in articles it says like oh they hung out all week preparing for this one you know scene and they didn't he wasn't there that week he didn't show up at rehearsal so either they connected at the after party or they or she saw or she she asked well I'm seeing places that she asked for his number and was like into him and like wanted that vibe yeah did you go to the
1: after party
0: no, I'm not. See, I'm not cool. I'm not cool. You are I was like, cool.
1: What are you no, talking no, no. about? I'm
0: not. You know what? Because you know what? They should have invited me. No, they, they really should have. No, but but who do we it was talk like, to?
1: My- Lauren Michael. Excuse me.
0: Listen, Call yeah, him up. I mean, not Kim Kardashian. Lauren Michael's. I should be like, hey, no, listen, I was just happy to be there and see her do her thing. And it was so good and so funny. I was happy to be there for the moment of Keith's connection. Again, do I think for me, it's weird, mostly because I don't see the connection. I feel like Kim is such a woman. She's like, Oh, you know, she just four kids, she's like this powerhouse, she's this, she's that, and he's like a boy, he's 28 but she's years old. She's
1: silly though. Don't you that's what I like about Kim is that she can be she's like She's been sillier. Silly. She's yeah, she's
0: been sillier lately. People have started to worry that Keith has parted ways because her and Kanye reunited for Virgil. How do you I pronounce know. his last name? Ab- Ab- no. You're like, no, Liz. I'm like, no, I thought you were going to be helpful. Yeah. So Kim
1: Kardashian,
0: helpful. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West reunite with North at Virgil Abloh's. It's either Abloh or blow was, I'm um, sorry if I'm mispronouncing his final Louis Vuitton show, because as you guys probably already know, he passed away at the young age of 41, I believe. He was battling cancer.
1: So sad.
0: So he fucking kids. sad.
1: He's like so fucking sad. Yeah. And
0: apparently, I mean, people were writing about him. I mean, the love that he got people, you know, he was this really, really amazing person that was battling this this cardiac uh, cancer privately since 2019. And it's so sad to me. It's so freaking sad. And he was such a creative genius. Everyone who worked with him was just amazed by his creativity and warmth and intelligence and just everything. And Kanye was very, very, very close with him. So Kim and Kanye were together at that. Do I think that means that Kim and Kanye like rekindled? No. Do I think they have the messiest relationship ever? Like one day you know, he's tweeting the next day she's seen with Keith the next day. He's saying he's doing a whole fucking, you know, uh, a rant about the fact that they're going to get back together and, you know, millions of people are going to be inspired the next day. (sighs) So you're like, how are they? The thing I know about the Kardashians is like they're loyal. Yeah. They don't like airing their dirty laundry like on the like for the guys that either they've had babies with or Kim married to Kanye. But like they're making it work. And like, I mean, she did Donda with him. She, she, she was a bride and, like, walked down the aisle. I mean,
1: like, I know. I just, all the shit. I know. It's funny because I, who I was talking to somebody at Thanksgiving and they're like, I don't even know. Like, was that real? I'm like, what are you talking? About? First of all, I've seen them together. I somehow snuck my ass into a very private event years ago and I saw them together. This was, like, right after North. They're like they. their love story was so real. Like they were yeah. so together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's really sad. And I think you're right. Like they're really loyal. Family is really important. Like Jesus Christ. Like, look what we saw with Courtney and Scott. Like, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, girl, which, by the way, that was my last text message to you. Oh, what did you say? OK, guys, this was on May 14th. We just <sighs> she recorded comes with you. receipts.
0: She comes and I with said,
1: receipts. You and I were going back and forth and oh, because I had had somebody that I had known that had worked in the camp, one of the person's camps. Ooh, and ooh, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I Kardashian, have the funniest. She means, yeah, I yeah. still can't say this one on air, but I said, oh, my God, I have the funniest story for you. And then I kind of like go in and talk about it. And you're like, get Kravis tea. And I wrote, girl, I have the tea. And the tea is that they actually for real are in love. And you wrote back like the emoji with like the like loving sad eyes. And that was the last thing you and I said to each other. What was happening at that time in May? Oh, yeah. No, in May, it was like I knew somebody that was working for one of the the Kardashians. And they were like, this shit is so fucking real. Like, no joke. They are completely together. But nobody knew if it was real or not. So I had written Uh, to you. I'm like, girl, the tea is that this is real.
0: Listen, it is. It is. So, you knew. You that, that's now. all I'm saying
1: is that was that's all your little T? She doesn't work well, for them well, anymore. But,
0: because I just think that looking back, it's like I don't remember what I was posting, but I do remember conspiring. You did. They were together because there were comments and like a black heart, you know, commented on a photo of hers. And then she comments like a skull on his. And I remember being like, oh, my God, I think we were like manifesting it. I think I was like posting shit like, oh, my God, are they aren't they? Should we manifest? And then it happened. And when we say this happened, this is like the most inseparable couple we've ever seen in our lives. It literally for a 30 second panope TikTok. (laughs) They couldn't not hug at the end. This I was almost like you guys stop, like seriously stop. I don't know if you saw this TikTok, if you guys saw it. But uh, we talked about Penelope Disick's uh, TikTok. Thank God it's alive and well. It's called P in court. Now court is officially part of it. And so it's like all good and legal and allowed on TikTok. Penope is very good at TikTokking Now North and Kim have a Kim and North TikTok. North's aesthetic is a little different than Panopes. Shocking. (laughs) No, North is Kanye. It's so I just see Kanye. It's It's like it's crazy. I wonder how it feels like when you're divorced or you're not with your spouse anymore and your kid is your ex, like how that feels. You know what I mean? Did
1: you ever see when North went on uh, Kanye's Fashion show and did a performance, and she just screamed. Did like a scream. Oh my God.
0: No, she's so savage.
1: I kind of, there are moments with the Kardashians I wish that I could relive again for the first time. That's one of them. The other one is when the internet rallied so hard in such a beautiful way for Chloe the first time Tristan Thompson was a complete asshole. Oh, and cheated on her. Your segue,
0: babe. Love it. You might be you know, pulled away from the Taylor Strecker show. Huzzah. Huzzah. You guys, everyone and their mom is trying to come out with a new seltzer that's good for you, that's low sugar, low carb, that has probiotics, but you know who's the best. It's huzzah, okay? Huzzah is so freaking good. It's literally a flavored seltzer, literally three grams of sugar or less, and has added probiotics in it. And, and amazing flavors that are so flavorful, um, like raspberry and lemon, strawberry and hibiscus, juicy pear. Love them all. You can feel like a Kardashian with a bunch of cans in your fridge. You could pour it in a cold glass of ice and put in a metal straw and just feel like a vision of health. Someone who may have, you know, went to have a sugary soda, but is now drinking a really yummy Flavored seltzer that also has in it um, a probiotic, which, you know, has benefits to help with gut health. And oh my God, you're just literally a person who takes care of their health, who cares about what you're putting in your body. And it's just more fun when you feel your best, you know? So the added probiotics will help support a healthy gut, and you're going to feel it good on the inside. You're going to look vibrant on the outside and you can feel fun about drinking a drink out of a can that's actually good for you because usually drinks out of a can feel like they're not anyway get ready to fill your fridge by stocking up on huzzah probiotic seltzer by using code is not skinny for 20% off your order at drink huzzah that's h-u-z-z-a-h.com so you go to drink huzzah dot com and use code not skinny for 20% off at drink huzzah dot com. Okay, good. Let's talk about Tristan Thompson. So, Daily Mail, which like I know isn't the fucking you know Washington Post, but posted that Tristan Thompson is getting sued for child support by uh, a woman. Her name is Marilyn Nichols. She's suing him to pay child support for an unborn baby. The the but she's saying that it's his. The baby was allegedly conceived on Thompson's thirtieth birthday in March when he and Khloe Kardashian were still dating Thompson acknowledged having sex with her several times at a hotel after the pair attended a party together, according to a declaration included in the filing. Uh, so everyone obviously now is like, fuck you, Tristan Thompson, but also poor Khloe. But okay, let's put the poor Khloe on hold. Cause like, we don't know the status of their relationship for all we know. They're not together. Is he on the OG family chat? Yes. I don't know why he's in that group chat. They could be co-parenting right now, but he is a piece of shit. I mean, we're fucking protection.
1: I mean, this has just gotten to the point where I just can't. I mean, my favorite thing that somebody said when we all went on that, which, by the way, was a branded Instagram post, which I loved. It was like, I can't remember the brand. I should I should have come more prepared today. But the last post on Tristan's Instagram, the first of a million times when he cheated on her and everyone was going, I wish you remember like all these annoying things. My two favorite ones was, I wish every time you order a salad, there's no salad dressing. And then the other one was, I wish every time you go to the grocery store, you get hit in the back of your heels with a shopping cart, which I thought was just the best. So I just wanted to give those airtime. But like, I just, I mean, well, come, Chloe, come on. I wish it had worked with French Montana. I really do. I like I mean, their French Montana.
0: French Montana is getting some airtime on uh, selling Sunset because one of the girls, uh, Mary, is selling his house. They had a really playful relationship. I don't know how serious it was. I know.
1: I know. But like,
0: wait, what's annoying with Chloe is like she is the best person ever. Like she is such a good person. She has such a big heart. We've seen it. You know, she writes her family the most beautiful, uh, you know, cards for their birthday, public uh, posts for their birthday. She's always so supportive. She was supportive of Lamar when after he I was a piece of shit to her. And yeah, for some reason she picks uh, pieces of shit and we need to see her redemption. Will it be a tall, skinny white boy with tattoos? Will it?
1: I mean, maybe, maybe those are not the worst of the worst guys. Like (laughs) who's the skinny, tall white guy that we can link her. Like who, who is around?
0: Well, well, MGK is taken.
1: Yeah, I can't. And I wouldn't have. (laughs) That's fine. Oh, another thing,
0: MGK's um, nail polish line came out. He probably thought he was super unique and special for doing like a gender neutral nail polish thing. But, Harry Styles. It came out first. AJ from the Backstreet Boys came out like a year ago. A lot (laughs) of. No,
1: stop. Don't laugh. AJ McLean. had I love AJ. I'm just saying you're like AJ did it first.
0: No, because, you know, but that's not fair because you laughed and that's not nice.
1: No, I'm not saying it in a mean way. You are. You were like you were like (laughs) Harry
0: Styles, then MGK, then AJ and that how does AJ feel he's the OG no. of male Listen, nail polish
1: I actually I would actually if you were like Liz here's a <laughs> buy one breed opportunity or buy one or whatever AJ or Harry Styles <laughs> I'm going with AJ all day no I you're just lying more. now
0: you're I'm lying not. now you would I'm not meet lying. AJ over Harry Styles
1: I don't actually give a shit about Harry Styles People I think I'm the only obsessed one obsessed
0: with him you are Literally, I'm you are the only. No, no. People are obsessed with. I him. know.
1: And I just don't like watermelon. Blah, 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 like, I don't get it, actually. Like <laughs> you don't get it's... his
0: hotness. Wait, Jason Sudeikis or Harry Styles?
1: Well, I do have a funny story. I crashed Jason Sudeikis's birthday party by mistake And it was so it seems like you're just crashing
0: shit by all your stories here. You're accidentally crashing a lot of different parties.
1: What else did I accidentally crash?
0: You said that you found yourself in like a celebrity kind of party or something where Kim Kardashian and Kanye were there. Oh,
1: I was just being self-deprecative. I was definitely invited to that. I'm just (laughs) saying this one. I was not invited. It was mortifying. Unfortunately, I do, you know for many reasons, no Olivia. So it was even worse because I crashed a party where I knew people and I specifically was not invited to it. And it was so fucking embarrassing. And I just and everyone like no one told me to leave. But I will say Jason (laughs) said not a word to me that night and like ignored my presence of like it was a it was worse. It was like 20 people. So So it wasn't like to yourself. What'd you say? Why'd you go?
0: Why'd you go? Oh, the
1: worst part is I was in a ball gown. So I had gone to the Emmys that night with a friend of mine, and we—you know—I was like in my twenties. I was like, I'm not ready for the party to be over. There's like this cool spot in Hollywood. Like, let's go get old fashions because I was of the age that I could drink brown liquor. So that was many moons ago. And I walk up to the front of Sassafras Saloon, and there's a security guard, and he's like, Oh, sorry, it's a private event tonight. I'm like, Oh, I'm on the list. He's like, Well, what's your name? I go, Liz Cully. That's by the way, any listeners that are young, like just conviction, just don't yeah. tell no, them act that like
0: you belong. Act like you belong. Always. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, yeah.
1: No, 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 I'm on the list. I'm on the list. And he goes, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your name right here. OK, we walk up. My friend's in a tux. I walk up because well, you were in a ball gown, you know, so literally convincing. Yeah, literally in a ball gown. We yeah. walk up the stairs and it's like Fred Armistead, who had just been at the Emmys, too. So he was in a tux and a couple of other people. And then I look directly at one of my coworkers at the time I worked at MySpace, so old school. I see Kenna and I'm like, oh fuck. He was kind of like, he's like an older brother to me. And then I look over and I see Olivia and I'm like, oh fuck, Olivia was a debutante with my cousin. So I had met her many years ago and I was like, oh fuck. And then I turn around and it's like one after the next. I'm like, oh shit. And then I kid you not, I'm standing at the front door. Within ten minutes, they're like, "Happy birthday!" <laughs> it was the worst. I stood, stood in the corner. I wasn't speaking of not being out. I wasn't out of the closet yet. I sat in the corner drinking whiskey with Fred Armistand. nicest person I've ever met, crying about how I was going to come out to my mom at Christmas. Stop. True story. Stop. He you was have lovely. Some stories, babe. Oh, I always have the stories. stories. I always got you have some stories. Anyway, so yeah, Jason Sudeikis didn't say a word to me. I feel like he's troubled. I liked season one to Lasso. Season two wasn't for me. But if I'm going with anyone, like I think I would rather have sex with Jason Sudeikis. But Harry Styles seems like a hairless cat, you know?
0: He is. I mean, if you like hair, then that's Jason Sudeikis.
1: I don't think I like hair. I mean, I'm I'm married to a woman, but like, (laughs) I just think... Harry Styles is almost (laughs) even for my like bisexual queer ass. I think he's too feminine for me. Like, does that make sense at all? Yeah.
0: I I mean, it looks like him and Olivia share clothes. That's for sure. But anyway, he (laughs) did. And you know what else I want to tell you guys? She goes to every one of his shows and like, how good is the sex that like she's still fucking dancing? Because if I was married to a musician, I'm not being like, Oh my God. Every time I'd be like, shut the fuck up with Watermelon Sugar High. I've heard it 3,000 times. She goes to every one of his shows and she's like dancing and rocking out. And like, she's just still so excited about him. But people are, listen, I see snippets from his show and like he does the same move every time, which like, no foul in that, right? Like you have choreography, but literally he'll be like this, right? And then he'll be like, like with his tongue, and people are like, they lose it, they lose it for his moves. And I mean, I I follow so many people that went to show and are like and die for him. Britney Spears celebrated her 40th birthday, which I feel like should have gotten more like I don't know. I feel like there should have been a parade. I feel like there should have been like fireworks. I feel like it should have been on the news, like. Britney Spears celebrated her 40th birthday. Big deal in and of itself, but also huge deal because she's 40 and free. I feel like that should have been the hashtag like free Britney by 40. And thank God that happened. She was free by 40. Her and Sam, for the first time in probably, you know, her, for the first time in like 13 years, she didn't go to Hawaii, which was one of the places she was allowed to go to by the conservatorship. They went to Cabo Las Ventanas, which the celebs love. Kravis were just there for Travis's birthday. She got the same decorage that Travis did for his birthday. She, you know, she's, she's posting reels with her deeper voice now, and she's doing all these acting bits, which like... Mm-hmm.
1: I saw the therapist. I saw the therapist acting bit. There was a therapist
0: acting bit. And, you know, is she a kook? She's a little bit of a kook, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But but (laughs) she's coming back to us and on her terms. And, you know, with Sam, it's like I flip like a stake with Sam because some moments I'm like, oh, he's really there for her. He loves her. Some moments I'm like, you know, he was caught off guard at a red carpet. He went to the Gucci show, the Lady I Gaga Gucci that. show, and he was wearing Versace and like screaming about it, and I thought that was like weird. Very and weird. when asked about Brittany, like he was kind of pushed about Brit- Britney, like what's happening with Brittany, and he was kind of like, "I'm living my life. What? I'm living my life," like with this huge smile. And they were like, "Oh, but Brittany's free," and he's like. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think he maybe he needs some media training and maybe he's just excited to be a red carpet and like, but you know what I do like about him? He did admit even on the red carpet. He's like, listen, at the end of the day, I'm here because of a lot because of her. Like she made me known. He said that he was like, let's be real. His
1: sister. Have you ever seen Is that how I found out about her through you? Probably.
0: Yeah, I did post his sister. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I think maybe it's because I'm like, a cancer and I'm protective of people and that's my nature and I trust no bitch. I have like a weird spidey feeling about him because he had to have been approved originally by the conservatorship to date her in the first place, which means he went through an extreme vetting process, which I may or may not know somebody else that has gone through that process. So. I'm a little hesitant on him, but I'm happy for her. And she's an adult. Yeah, but she, she, right.
0: She should do whatever
1: she wants. But I just have this weird vibe on it because I'm like, well, no, because he was vetted, interviewed, trained, Mm -hmm. coached.
0: On one hand, right. But on the other hand, then why would she still be with him today? Why would she get engaged to him? No, you no, know, I know.
1: It, I, that's why I'm like, I don't, I'm the same as you. I mm. don't know how to feel about it. I'm like, wait, but are you like yeah. a good guy? Or are you a bad guy? Like, right. I almost just want Brittany to like, I don't know, like be, Have I do Sit
0: down with Oprah. Cause I mean, she has insinuated that she might do that.
1: I hope to God that happens.
0: Did you watch the Alec Baldwin special on ABC about what happened on his movie set? Rest. Oh my God,
1: no! When did that come out? I'm sorry, I'm the worst guest ever. I know. <laughs> you asked me what I've been watching, and I was like, "Well, I love I a 2020." Like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, well, I love um. Hmm, let me see here. Like, Great just, British you know, baking like,
0: show. She- She's telling me she's watching like, you know, mystery dramas. And I'm like, great. So no, <laughs> nothing. No, but we had so much. Listen, we're d- done. And and I have more to talk to you about. But I just want to tell you guys, I watched the Alec Baldwin sit down. It's weird that it's called like, un- it's not called unfiltered. It's called unedited or like some shit. Unscripted, which is like a weird. That's what it's called. Unscripted with Alec, Alec Baldwin. It's like, this is real, guys. Don't worry. He's telling the truth. He did a sit down interview about what happened, which had to be like, you know, obviously a pr- there's a criminal investigation going on. Basically what he's saying, cause a lot of this made headlines. So I just want to make sure people get it. The headlines that are saying Alex says, you know, quote, I didn't pull the trigger. Doesn't mean that somebody else was holding the gun. He did say that he was holding the gun. He just is saying that he didn't pull the trigger that he cocked it or hang whatever the terminology is. He was doing something else with the gun. Didn't pull the trigger. He said he would never point and pull a trigger. And then that happened and he was also because people are saying, well, why was he even pointing in her direction? He was saying that she was giving him Helena, who who died, which is so fucking awful that she That's was awful. she at, at the moment it happened. He was telling her she was telling him, like, lower the gun, put it. Well, let me see if I can see it in the camera. She was like directing him. Mm. Basically, what's so weird about this is that what's going on now is like people are like oh we don't know we don't know how the the real bullets got there we don't know it was supposed to be you know blanks it was supposed to be and we don't know the investigation now is like we don't know how real bullets got in there it's like a mystery how real bullets got in this gun and then the other mystery is how did it go off if he didn't pull the trigger was there some responsibility there like who was responsible the thing that's kind of about his sit down is like he didn't say it, but is he kind of blaming the prop slash armor girl? Her name was Hannah. Hannah Reed. They brought up that she only did one movie with guns before. And she's like the gun specialist on set.
1: She's she's the daughter of a very known Hollywood armor. It's called But like that's the thing. It's interesting. So my wife was formerly in the entertainment industry for a really, really long time. And when this came out, I I had asked her, I was like, how does that happen? Like on set, like you lived on movie sets for fucking forever. Right. And she's like, the problem is, is the, it's really the armor like that actually from a fault perspective, it would, you know, sort of that's their responsibility, but it is like, sometimes they cut corners, people aren't available. And then More importantly, I think when when productions leave places like New York or Chicago or Los Angeles where there's or Atlanta, which is a huge and New Orleans where they've got like so many productions, it's so sad. Like, I think they hire people that probably aren't that senior and aren't that, you know what I mean? Like experienced. Yeah. All these accidents can happen. It's so the whole thing. That whole thing is so So sad. sad
0: it's such a wild situation now. Like, who do you blame? You know, like who's to well, blame yeah. for this mistake, which obviously was accidental, but it took somebody's life. And a lot of actors, they played a clip in the interview that George Clooney, I think, went on Mark Maron's podcast and said, like, I always check the gun. Basically kind of insin- people were insinuating even from the industry that like Alec should have checked the gun himself, which like for oh, me as a person that has never come near a gun, like, I wouldn't check the like, I wouldn't be like, oh, let's open this up. Like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) But Alex said that he knew from previous jobs that like he was always told by the prop master, the armor, whatever that like, no, 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 you don't check the gun because you could fuck shit up. You know? Uh, Yeah. So that that also makes sense.
1: sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, now I feel like now it's going to be so different. You know, hopefully at least it will teach. Hollywood and and movie sets to be extra 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 diligent about this stuff because it's so fucking awful and here Alec is like trying to make his comeback after all this awful shit does this like really low budget film which has this like aura of just like I don't know and then this awful shit happens and it's just he doesn't I mean again yeah but
1: he can move to he could probably get what like a by marriage citizenship to Spain and they could just move there and go. To I mean, Mallorca I think they're living. I think they, I think
0: they're in Vermont now. I think he's trying to stay away from Vermont's the, it's um, a good place
1: to hide. It, the whole thing is so sad. Honestly, like reg- it could be anyone in that situation and it's awful. So and it's, it's awful. crazy. Yeah.
0: But then he's like, you know, got so much heat. There's so much, I mean, listen, I'm blocked by him. Okay. And I still feel for the man. You're blocked? So, Wait, can you? Yeah, he I'm blocked so me during the HB2. During
1: HB2, he blocked me.
0: I don't blame him. I was going in hard. I maybe overdid it.
1: <laughs> no, I think you did. Who can... Just even enough. though Just I know enough. this is your show and I should not ask the questions, but who yeah. are like the top people that have blocked you? No, no. I don't... First
0: of all, let's all relax here. I'm a very nice person. I'm That's not blocking people. That's why I'm like
1: surprised. That no, no. I'm only
0: blocked, blocked by two... So... Alec and Shanna Mochler. <laughs> <Wait, laughs> Shanna's a good one. Shanna's a Shana, good one. Because it's like, whoa, because I was Kravis number one stand from the beginning. And I feel like I have the proof that you have the proof. You have the proof and that the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the text to Liz Cully being like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. Wow. I don't I don't think I mean, I may may have a short term memory. I don't think I've ever said anything about Chana. I actually watched Meet the Barkers. I always thought she was so hot, so sexual. I loved her like voluptuous, like body. And I loved her hair. And I thought she was so hot. And they were I mean, no offense to court. They were also very sexual couple. Like court wasn't the first sexual coupling that he was in. I was into them maybe I talked a little bit about their family drama, but hey, she airs it on Instagram. Like her kids can. air it on Instagram. So it's not like I went into their personal text messages. And it's so funny because like a week before she blocked me, I had been messaging with her PR about Shanna coming on the podcast. And the, and she was like, Shanna's down. And then like a week later, I was blocked. So, I mean... I understand. And I'll be OK. I get sent the important shit that she's like back on again with her boyfriend off again, responding to comments about Kravis. But those are the only two that I know of. And honestly, I understand.
1: Interesting. OK, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Are you blocked I mean, by anyone? I am not blocked. I'm a blocker,
0: but <gasps> I'm not a block. Really? Who are you? Blocking? I am like personal
1: know. i personal I'm just mm. like goodbye have a nice time no thank you boundaries are big for me I'm just like blockity block lady, block 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 but I try not to block because that just seems silly I did mute for a long time but yeah Oh, I- mute
0: is good I discovered mute I discovered mute you guys life-changing, life-changing. I remember Ariana from Vanderpump Rules is on my podcast one time she's like oh the whole cast is muted and I was like what and she was like, yeah, oh, even like Sheena, like she really is mutes everyone. And then I'll, I never had done it before. And then there are some people that I follow that I'm not going to unfollow out of respect. But I also don't want to be... Don't want to be like so involved, you know. Uh, no, so I mute. listen.
1: I hear you. I am also not famous, and you are very famous. Oh my so god! So stop saying. I that. don't stop. think I'm worthy of being blocked. I do get a my follow unfollow rate is really interesting. I try not to look at that because it's like you were
0: so excited when you got to ten k. It was people a mission. Were for you.
1: it was really cute. It was a mission for me because I was stupidly private for a long time, and I shouldn't have been. And I think I rationalized. That's why I didn't get to 10K before that. I don't know. It's also a whole nother saga, Amanda, about the verification. I have more clone account, like fake bot people pretending to be me. And honestly, I'm just like, oh, how is this possible? How can I not get verified? Somebody does not like me at Facebook. I, I mean, don't know. I feel like we
0: on. all think. First of all, it's at Meta. Somebody doesn't like oh, yeah, you yeah, Meta. At my Meta. bad, my
1: bad, my bad. Yes, <laughs> See,
0: maybe I- you're just like misrepresenting them. Oh, speaking of them, just going to mention that Demi Lovato said that they are not uh, California sober anymore, which includes both drinking and weed. So California sober is mad chill because you could drink alcohol and smoke weed. I thought that it was just smoke weed. But they said that it's not the way for them anymore. And I concur. Not that I, you know, need to be sober. But California sober sounds like a recipe that is not good for someone who's an addict. So they discovered that happy for them. James from Vanderpump Rules also kind of said that he might stop with weed. So that's a good one also. But Liz Cully, love you. Thank you for being here. It's been an hour. So got to get going. <laughs> I'm
1: like, OK, bye. <laughs> this was the best hour of my life. I hope I did OK. Um, thank you. You so did amazing. Much.
0: You're such a vibe. Thank Listen you. to Liz is a good fucking handle is a good handle. So uh, listen to Liz on Instagram. Go follow her. You're lovely. You're gorgeous. And thank, thank you for you. coming on. She's also on the Taylor Strecker Show. She co-hosts that. And she has a podcast with Darren Carp called Scissoring. Is not a thing, which I don't know, John.
1: I don't know, John. Also, please <laughs> let me buy you 1,000 Aperol spritzes when I come to New York. We're going to
0: wrap this up. All of you are part of this right now. Love you, Liz. Thanks for coming. Thank you. I'll see you guys next week.